The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. You are listening to Rewritten with Cynthia Ocelli. Our topic today, how to pull yourself through a really hard time. I'm Cynthia Ocelli, and I want to welcome you to this episode. This is the episode I want you to bookmark because I promise you, you will need it. Life is full of wonderful things, and right along with those wonderful things, come challenges, perceived failure, loss, and really hard things. How you handle the challenges you face dictates everything about your future. It shapes who you become and how you fare. It shapes how much loss, how dramatic the impact is in your life and in your body, being, and mind. I know that it's really tough to imagine this when you're really grappling with something, but your challenges define who you become and they present you with opportunities to become better than you have ever been. I won't go so far as to say that, oh, I love challenges, but I can say I love who the challenges I've faced created. I love the person I have become as a result of the challenges I have endured. I want to invite you to share that idea with me because the reality is none of us have figured out how to avoid challenges completely. Many of us have figured out how to medicate and dissimulate and repress and ignore things we don't like, things that hurt us, challenge us, scare us. And yet none of us have figured out how to avoid facing them or their festered permutations in our lives in the future. So today I want to share with you the steps that I have found help me navigate challenges, loss, failure, scary things, and become my best self at the same time. Something to note right off the bat. Bad things happen and they don't make you. How you respond is what makes you. What I mean by that is the challenges that you face, the perceived failures, the losses, the bad luck, the things that didn't go your way, it is not a definition of who you are. So if you fail, you're not a failure. If you've lost, you're not a loser. If you have 
a series of challenging things happen, it is not because you deserve them. You're unlucky. You're just the one who gets to deal with all of this because you are so defective in some way. I know that some people can extrapolate life's challenges to causes based on things like, oh, I wasn't wasn't positive enough. I manifested this. I magnetized this to me. Or it's my karma coming for me. I really want to lift that burden from your brow. I want you to know that everyone deals with challenges, loss, hard times, failure, difficulties. All of us get to deal with this. And there's this myth that's perpetuated by our perfect social media culture that we may be the only ones handling hard things. We may be the only ones feeling the things that we feel because these things don't make the good news. I want to assure you that you are not alone, that what you're facing has been faced before, that how you respond changes everything. So it does matter. You don't just need to grit it through. You don't just need to pretend like it's not happening or repress it or tell yourself that it's all your fault. This is part of life. Let's confront what's happening in our lives and let's apply a process to help navigate it in a way that is the most secure, restorative, protective, and growth inspiring. Challenges come in all forms and it's individual. So I don't want you to compare and think that, well, my challenge isn't as important as this challenge because it's not as grave or the consequences aren't as high. We experience our lives individually and the level of anxiety or upset, fear that a challenge can inspire in us has nothing to do with some objective standard of how big it is. I know people who have tremendous anxiety, grief, and upset over things that I don't. And some of the things that I'm upset about, they don't feel the same about. We are individuals. So let's just come together and accept that a challenge, failure, loss, hard thing can be anything. It is individual. It is about how you are honestly feeling about the thing. So This spectrum of upset and challenge is wide and it can involve things that you will not even remember in the future and things that you will remember forever. So let's settle in and come together on the subject of challenge and unpack some strategies to help you grow and stay secure and endure as life puts you through its forge and you stand in the fire and become your next best incarnation. And I know that can just sound like, God, that's not even on the table here. It is. So ground zero, when you are in the midst of a challenge, accept all of your feelings and yourself totally. One of the worst things you can do when you are struggling 
is to turn on yourself, to criticize yourself, to dissect yourself, to beat yourself up right away. Accept all of your feelings. When we go through difficult things, we can have all kinds of feelings, feelings that might inspire us to feel guilty because we may be happy about an aspect of the upset, feelings that might inspire us to think that there's something wrong with us because we are thinking things that are so negative. Accept your feelings. Accepting your feelings is not acting on your feelings. It's saying that, wow, I'm struggling and these are some of the things that are coming up. I'm not going to make them into issues. I'm going to accept that I can think a lot of things. I can feel a lot of things. I don't have to act on them. I don't have to embody them, but I'm not going to reject myself. I'm not going to make this time harder by turning on myself. And accept yourself. So a lot of times we go through our days, through our lives, and we are self-critical, self-conscious, judgmental, dissecting ourselves. I should have said this. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I look like this. I should look like that. Oh, you look terrible today. The negative self-talk runs in many of our lives. When you are in crisis, challenge, failure, loss, dealing with something hard, it is time to actively let that go, to shut that down. You have no time, space, or energy to engage in any type of self non-acceptance, rejection, judgment, criticism. Okay. So you're accepting all of your feelings. You are accepting yourself. The next thing, and I encourage this every day. Um, I had my understanding of this expanded by a lot of the research that's out there now. And a lot of my, as my understanding of human psychology and, uh, the consequences of repressing our negative emotions, our sad emotions, our anger, as I've understood the consequences of that, which I believe lead us to disease. They may not be the only cause of disease, but it's definitely contributing to disease. One thing I think is really important is that you take the time and you prioritize feeling everything. I know that this is daunting. And if it is overwhelming, get a good therapist, uh, coach, clergy, someone to do that with you. If, you. if you don't have access to those, someone, a trusted friend to be there while you engage in the process of feeling everything. I call them feeling sessions. I do them for 15 minutes of my meditation every day. The way that I do it is I cease thinking. I cease putting all of my energy above my neck. My focus goes below my neck to my heart center, anywhere I have tension in my body. And instead of identifying and labeling all the things I'm feeling, I just call it, oh, there's a lot of energy here. And my intention is to allow it, to allow it to move through me. I am not trying to get rid of it. I am trying to sit with it and witness it. And what's incredible about it is as I sit and feel, the feelings transform, they lighten. It's as though the energy is released from its characterization of negative back to energy that is free, flowing, and out. When you want to do this the least, 
is when you need to do it the most. And that goes for this whole process. I have observed in myself and a lot of my clients that many of us are afraid of things because we are afraid of how we will feel. We don't want to go through a failure, a loss, a challenge, because we are afraid of our own feelings. And sometimes being afraid of our feelings guides our behavior. It's really valuable to observe and build your history of knowing that you can endure hard feelings, negative feelings, your own feelings of upset. In the moment that you're upset, you will come to your aid, you will breathe, you will feel, you will pass through. You will not feel the way you feel always. And living in avoidance of your feelings is living in a prison. It stops people from leaving relationships, from leaving jobs, from choosing better situations, from taking risks, because they're afraid of the negative feelings that often stand in between a transition. In order for you to get to the next job, you'd have to go through the pain of leaving the one you have in order to be free and full in your own self-expression as a single person. You'd have to go through the pain of leaving the relationship you're in in order to have a better, healthier relationship. You'd have to go again through the pain and separation of leaving the one that you're in. It's very valuable to witness whether you make changes or avoid things because you are afraid of your own negative feelings. And when you identify that, taking those negative feelings into your feeling session is empowering and freeing. You can feel your feelings. And there's so many books. Louise Hay was always talking about, you know, what you feel you can heal. Feeling is a pathway to healing. So you're accepting your feelings and accepting yourself. You're feeling everything in increments. So the 15-minute session is a protection against spiraling in negative feelings all day long. You can get in, it's an experience, and then you can get out. And then you'll come back the next time for a feeling session. Use your mind intentionally. We often let our mind go and it does whatever it wants, which is to worry and identify threats and to be anxious about those threats. And that has been very useful for us as evolving humans, as the species evolved. It wasn't the, you know, lovely flowers and sunsets that were going to threaten your lives. It was danger. And so we're constantly scanning for danger that is debilitating and exhausting in our climate and in the lives we live now. So using your mind intentionally to solve, not to worry, understanding that when you catch yourself worrying, it's time to switch, switch to feeling, switch to asking yourself what you would like, giving that, that mind that is fixated like a toddler on a electrical outlet giving that toddler a, a fun, happy, joyful toy to play with instead of the fork to stick in the outlet. 
Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24 through 26, at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Use your mind and ask yourselves the empowering questions. What's the solution? If I don't know what the solution is, am I open to receiving it? How can I help myself right now? And this brings me to my next uh, question that I love. Question your doubts. Why can't I do better here? Is there a reason I can't have what I want? If the answers to these questions are internal, that's a signal that you've got work to do. You've got work to do on unpacking why you believe that you are not deserving of or capable of or entitled to the best in life. This is a worthy exploration because so often we hold ourselves in tight and small spaces because we were taught somewhere along the line where we concluded with an immature mind somewhere along our development that we cannot have, or we aren't lucky enough, we aren't deserving enough, we aren't good enough, we aren't the right whatever to have a solution, a permanent solution, a empowering change, an outcome that reflects our deepest desires. Many of us stay in the struggle, financial struggle, relationship struggle, because somewhere inside we don't believe we can have it work out, have things be better. And the truth is, of course we can. Of course there's nothing that's out there to say, no, you, you cannot thrive financially. No, you, you cannot thrive in relationship. That doesn't exist outside of you. That is not a law in the world. That is a belief that is repeated over and over again. So it acts like law in the mind. So when doubts come up about the challenges, the failures, the things you're struggling with, ask yourself why you can't have what you want. If those answers are internal, it's time to dig in and do the work. The very first show I think I did on this Uh, network on rewritten. No, it's my second show. My first show was who am I and why should you care? My second show was about rewriting limiting beliefs. Invest in yourself. I share practices that will help you help yourself in real time today. Invest in yourself, use your discipline and carry yourself through the processes and then follow through again and again. You can change these outcomes. I think that's something we believe somewhere is impossible for us. We believe that we are composed a certain way and that we're unchangeable. Nothing could be further from the truth. You are absolutely able to heal, to shift, and to change. And the only consistent thing in this entire life we're living is change. And that includes positive change. Change is the one thing that is headed, working in your direction all of the time. Your feelings will change. 
your abilities will change. And it doesn't mean that it's to the negative. You get to get in there and influence it and make that change positive. Now, if you're questioning your doubts and you're questioning the challenges and you're realizing, oh, these are external challenges beyond my influence. These are things that are happening to someone else. They're happening in the world. They're not about my doubts and my internal limitations. They are real world things that, and I don't have the ability to change them. Your work in that moment is to give yourself extreme love and self-care and support. If you can look at a situation like someone is going through a health challenge and you, you're like, oh, I cannot shift that. I can't change that. There's, I've done all I can do to arrange the best care to be supportive and I can't do anything else then it's time to give yourself all the nurturing, all the fortifying, all the self-care and all the support that you can identify. That means everything from wrapping yourself up in a warm blanket and inducing feelings of security and safety in your body to identifying things that you love that make you feel good and giving them to yourself without any Uh, restraint. It's about giving yourself enough sleep, about reaching out to friends and letting others know that you're not doing well, that you're dealing with a challenge and allowing them to support you. This myth of the successful superstar woman who doesn't need anything is a fallacy and it's harmful. And one of the ways that you can grow in a hard time is to surrender that And allow others to show you that they want to be there for you or that they don't. And to take that wisdom and invest in the people who want to be with you and want to be there for you and to, you know, let go with love, the ones who don't. There is so much to be gained in crisis, challenge, failure, and loss. It reveals so much about you and those around you. And these are the gifts. And I know they're hard won. And I know it's like, I don't want to do this. One of the most empowering things you can do is recognize that life has challenges. And there's no magic formula that will allow you to skip them. So fortify yourself, ready yourself for them, and face them. You are so much stronger when you decide that you will show up. And you will face what's in front of you. And you will handle it. You will not run from it. Another question that can really shift the way you show up and the gifts that you mine from this crisis or challenge or difficulty. What qualities would you need to handle this situation well? Those qualities can be anything. Courage, strength, patience, resilience, optimism, calm, determination, confidence, discipline. When you ask yourself this question and you identify the qualities you would need to handle this well, faith, perseverance, when you have those qualities identified, you want to embody them. You want to manifest them, act on them. 
Let them course through your blood, become them. This will help you in ways that impact today, but also impact the future. So often we want to tremble in the corner and we don't feel like we can find these qualities. And and I have to tell you, assuming them brings them out. You do have them within you. It doesn't matter how you've done in the past. This is your opportunity to do differently. This is your opportunity to take that desire to tremble in the corner in fear and feel it in a feeling session. And then to ask, what do I need? What qualities would I need to handle this the best way one could? Those become your North Stars. Those are the things that you return to. Courage. Let me be courageous. What would courage do right now? I'm going to be courageous. And then, and this is something that we lose when things get hard. Even if we, if, if we had it at all. So I'm a big fan of remembering the future that you're creating. And the reason I say remember it is because I want to make it clear that you're creating a vision that is so deep and so detailed and so specific that it, it's like a memory. The way that you can remember, you know, what your room looks like or what you're wearing, what you wore last to the last event you went to or a conversation you had with a friend and what you guys were drinking and where you were sitting and what the weather was like and all of the things that make memories so visceral and so clear. You should always have a vision that you visit every day that is your ideal vision of the future. This vision is magnetic when you make it specific, detailed, and complete. This vision guides your mind and gives it a direction and a path to take toward it. It focuses your energy, focuses your thoughts, focuses your unconscious mind to recognize the directional signals and opportunities to create this vision, to get to this vision, to travel the path to it. So remembering your future is a daily action. It's part of my meditation. It's after the 15 minutes of feeling, the 15-minute feeling session that I love to do. Because at that point, I'm usually pretty relaxed. And I have a reality, my future rendered in a very specific, detailed, visceral vision. And I can tell you that this is what I believe to be the most powerful thing I've ever done in my life. When I was a ninth grade dropout living in a garage with a baby, I used to what I called fantasize as an escape mechanism from the upset I was living, I would fantasize about this future life where I was educated and financially solvent and in an amazing relationship and I was taking excellent care of my son and things were good and I had nothing like that in my life. But that vision was something I did every day, every morning, every night. 
And within five years, I was living every aspect of that vision. So this is not an experiment for me. This is a way of living. This is me using all that I've got, not just my physical abilities, not just my intellect, but my ability to imagine and to call all of my being and all creative forces into co-creation with me. If you don't remember your future, it's great to start. If you have this practice, if you've worked with me or you've listened to me for a long time, you have this practice active, it's important while you are in crisis, while it looks like the train that was headed toward the vision just made a U-turn and is barreling away from it, it is important that you continue to imagine and remember the future every day. And it's even more important when it feels like everything is falling apart. Now, if you've done all of these things, you have accepted all of your feelings and accepted yourself, and you've put a little protective barrier around you that you are off limits for any negative self-criticism or judgment. You are feeling your feelings. 15 minutes a day, you're having a feeling session and you're allowing yourself to feel the upset, the energy in your body. You're open to it. You're not trying to shoo it away or repress it. You are there with it, honoring it, honoring that you have these intense feelings. You're using your mind intentionally to solve, to ask questions, to task on solutions, not to worry. You are asking yourself empowering questions like, you know, what is it? What's going on here? Why do I believe I can't do better? What's in the way? Why can't I have what I want? And you're looking at those answers to guide the work that you need to do. And when things are beyond your influence or your your control, you are giving yourself extreme love, self-care, and support intentionally. And this is good no matter what. But sometimes when, when things are beyond our control or influence, we can spiral because we feel like we are at the mercy of whatever the thing is. And so giving yourself extreme love, self-care, grounding, and support is extra important. You're asking yourself what qualities you need to handle the situation well. You're identifying them and you are embodying them. And you are remembering the future you're creating even when you don't want to. When you've done all that, you are doing all that you can. And so your next move is to acknowledge that and release the outcome. Surrender to your higher self. Surrender to creation. Give yourself the peace of saying, I've done all I can. And now instead of filling my body, with stress and toxicity from the hormones and the stress hormones that are ready to be unleashed if I sit here and worry and spiral. I'm going to surrender and I'm going to release this. I'm going to breathe and reassure myself that I've done all I can. That is the full approach to handling challenges, giving yourself space to feel, giving yourself 
the right prompts to solve, honoring your upset, valuing your own experience, remembering a future even when it seems impossible, and surrendering to the universe, to love, to your higher self. The worst the challenge, the more difficult it is for you, the less you're going to want to do these. And that is an indication that you need them the most. I've had a life full of challenges that, gosh, I I never thought I'd be able to make it through. And I've helped so many people through challenges they couldn't, they thought they couldn't make it through. You can, and you will, and you will have the opportunity to become better because of it. Challenges unlock mastery. They unlock the wisdom to know that this life you're living is short, the wisest, most self-fulfilling, most empowering, wonderful thing you can do is live the life you want to live. Challenges make that really clear. Challenges let you know, they remind you that life is limited, that we're all mortal. They remind you to show up and become your greatest expression. To let go of what everybody told you you should be, should do, should feel, should think. And express your gifts, experience your desires, and deliver as much love and peace and joy to yourself and this world as you can. That's all I have for you today. I look forward to our next show. I'm sending you tremendous love and support as you navigate the challenges in your life. And again, bookmark this show. Come back to it whenever you need it. You can handle the challenges, the perceived failures, the losses, the difficulties, and become better for them. Have a beautiful week. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw. And on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.